Hey, human, you think this could be our last first date ever? Ooh. <laughs> Hello? 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 Welcome to Broken Telephone. They tell you that you should start, you should feel comfortable being alone. Well, listen to those people, because they fucking sucks. <laughs> It's our first episode. Should we introduce ourselves a little bit? I think the people should know who we are. Yeah, like, who are you and what kind of person are you? Like, I feel like we need to know a little bit about you before we learn about your very personal dating life. Khalid, who the hell are you? Um, I'm just a man standing in front of a microphone. Yeah. And if you were to describe, describe your dating life in one word, what word would it be? Sad. <laughs> All right, so that's Khalid. <laughs> what about you, Afshan? Um, I'm Afshan, and I guess I would define myself as a very confused Indian-Canadian woman wow. who straddles the lines of dating in a way that will please my parents, but also <laughs> please me. <laughs> Keep using the word straddle like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Devin, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, I'm Devin, and I don't really date, but I love to hear their stories, so I'm here to get all the juicy secrets out of them. Juicy is the right word. And they're going to attempt to get some out of me. Well. Get some. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about first dates, and more specifically, your ideal first date. I think everyone's had a bad one, but let's talk about what we want to happen. I'm getting a lot of blank stares. Do you guys know what you want? Um, I don't know. I don't know. How do you know what an ideal first date is if you haven't had an ideal first date? Well, I think an ideal first date is less about what actually goes down and it's more about the vibe. Yeah. Right? I just, I think you, like, an ideal first date is all about chemistry more than where you go and what you do. But I think what, where you go and what you do invites that chemistry, you know? Right. Is that is, okay? I want to know because I've had this happen a couple of times where I've gone on a first date and like I think we sort of established that there's a taboo in the word sparks with me because I've had someone tell me that they didn't feel sparks and that really confuses me because for for me personally I don't necessarily think that sparks are something that you will feel on the very first date. I think chemistry is something that sort of gets established the more you get to know a person. Like because for me, the better I get to know you, the more I feel for you and that's what translates into that chemistry that I feel for a person. I don't know if this is like a, a guy thing because I've I've spoken to a couple of my girlfriends. Some of them are like, "Oh, we want that, you know, instant connection." But a lot of a lot of them agree with me in the fact that it's very difficult because both of you are really nervous Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that you are trying to be in that first date that doesn't necessarily translate to who you are as a person going forward so that's not something you might feel right away so what happens if you sort of felt like you were feeling the sparks during the preamble let's say the texting but then you go on the date and the sparks aren't the same do you give up or do you go on a second date Uh, that's a tough question. That's a good question. Yeah. Because I think you should give it a chance. But I'm also of the school thought that you don't feel sparks right away. So, but Yeah, but I think if there has been something through the texting, then I think that that's a sign you should keep going. And the first date is not a good representation of that. Because like we all said, you're nervous. Everything is so new. It's not a good like example of how you could be together. The texting might be a better example. 
because you're more comfortable on that platform right you're more yourself yeah yeah in this generation so much of our communication has been texting so that's why we tend to be more comfortable Mm -hmm. and more ourselves and like for me personally i'm a bit awkward in person no you're not (laughs) (laughs) guys well i am really awkward so when i meet a person for the first time i'm super nervous and i tend to be more talkative than i usually am i know that's hard to believe but it's true (laughs) the essays but in person oh no (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah thank you for coming to my ted talk i mean first date yeah yeah and i feel like that might put someone off but that's not necessarily a good representation of me because i'm not always like that i think when you're nervous even though it may not be the best side of you it's still you you know what I mean? So if there is some kind of spark during the preamble or the texting or on the app and you go on this date and the, like the, the fire is completely doused. What is a spark? Please explain. Like, is it like a je ne sais quoi? Or like is it? Is it in your pants? Yeah, exactly. It is it like an attractive thing? It could be in the pants. Yeah. Where else can it be? Um, <laughs> Show us on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> to me... When I think about sparks, it's defined by when I see your name pop up on my phone, am I excited? Mm-hmm. Right? Am I am I fired up to, to see that you texted me back or you texted me first or Snapchatted me or whatever it is our method of communication? Is Like, am I, am I excited to see that you, like, are communicating with me? Okay, what about the sparks in person? Sparks in person are interesting. I think you kind of feel it. See what I do yeah. is I I look at my watch. I'm like, oh, what's my BPM right now? Oh, okay, gotcha. Got to hit a certain BPM. Yeah, yeah. To qualify for sparks. One ten, one fifteen. Just so you know, I'm at a ninety six right now with this conversation. Oh damn! I'm really feeling it, guys. Oh damn! Is this what dates are like? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know what a date's like. I guess. Actually, no, what's, I wouldn't. What sparks for you? Um, I think it's. I think what like when you what you said is true in the, in terms of am I excited to to hear from the person or to be with the person? Like I have this weird thing where my like neck gets warm. Mm-hmm. It's such a strange like specific thing, but I know mm-hmm. like right here. I'm not. I know you can't see where I'm pointing, but like right below my ear, that area just starts getting warm. So your cheek. No, no, it's almost no, like it's her like, jawline. Yeah, my oh, jawline. Okay. Yeah. Your your defined jawline. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like my neck jaw. right here. Like, like it gets it gets really prickly and like gets really warm, and like so I you're can having help. a physical reaction to your feelings. Yeah. Wow, it's called wearing. That's like wearing your heart on your sleeve. On like your neck. Another level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Devin? What does what does sparks mean? Um, I mean, I think like you guys said, if I'm getting texts, like there's always that little like flutter. And mm-hmm. like, oh, I got a new message from the person that I wanted to get a message from. In person, like, I haven't been on dates that that's the type of thing that's happening. It's usually for me, it's a friend, and then you get closer with that friend. And then what does it feel like? I think it still just kind of feels like butterflies. Butterflies? You know? Like, you just get this little boost mm-hmm. of energy. Like, I just chugged a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. That's my sparks. Uh, they come in a can. You can actually buy them for two ninety nine. Does it feel like indigestion a little bit? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh god. Wrong butterfly. I have sparks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. 
I there is one more thing that I think that sparks like I I know that I said the whole neck thing which is in, it's true but there's also like it's almost like you're a magnet to the person like I don't know how to ex- ex- explain it like, like a physical magnet yeah it's like it's some it's like you're constantly drawn to the person's energy mm-hmm. and you just feel that like right down to your bones right mm-hmm. it's like everything that a person does just makes me want to go over there and give them a hug or something I don't know mm-hmm. I'm being very PG with my statement right there I'm just saying so like like <laughs> physical touch it makes me want to when you're feeling sparks yeah that was a weird way of phrasing it but it's not but it's not just like physical sparks it's like even the company in general like I'm just yearning to be in your presence mm-hmm. just like I'm happy to spend time with you while yeah. like you write your essay and I watch Netflix yeah mm-hmm. but I just want you around me that sparks also to me like the whole neck thing is a very like physical reaction to it but I think in a deeper sense, it would just be like, I want to be around you. And it's kind of like you're almost in awe of the person mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm just flabbergasted by you. I can't keep my eyes off you. Flabbergasted. Yeah. I talk like an old person. Damn. <laughs> okay, Does I got he another. Take you out for a milkshake at the local sock hop? You know it. Yeah. I'd love that. And speaking of ideal dates. <laughs> well, here we go. You can head so- over to Wildcard Cafe. <laughs> Uh, sponsored hashtag owned. <laughs> um, so I think that like that's a good that's a good segue into like that's how you want a date first date to feel. What do you want a first date to look like? To f- what 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 do you what do you want in a first date? Like as far as the activities, the activities, and I know it's different for everyone, but I think the most important thing for me is comfort. Okay. Yeah. Com- comfort in what way? In in the like sense that sweatpants or like mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. in terms of onesie hello just like am I in my element because I know personally for me if you take me to a very fancy restaurant or like something right. that's a bit yeah I don't know elite I would not be comfortable doing that yeah I I would much rather be at a dessert place or like the movies or I don't know like a nice burger place or something like that like a pub stuff like that but nothing like five star level fancy yeah because you're already kind of nervous right and being in an environment where you're going to be nervous no matter who you're with Mm -hmm. just like escalates it and that's just too much like my heart rate's going up for the wrong reasons now Mm -hmm. so you mentioned the movies is the movies a good first date because i was always told it's not i would say that it's not negates conversation yeah no here's the thing okay so i have had a movie's first date um I guess you could say it was a first date because that's when I first met the person mm-hmm. um, in a group setting. But it was kind of like it felt like it was just us two. Anyways, a group date. It wasn't was a, the only one in the room. It, here's the thing. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And it was really weird because um, I still remember we were watching The Martian and we got a bowl of Menchies and I forgot my spoon. And that was a, like he was like, you can just share my spoon. I'm, I don't have like, I don't know. I don't have anything wrong and then we shared and i think that was like the beginning of our relationship as more than just friends and it was a weird sort of transition because like it was just like he would nudge me and i would like if there's a scene that i found really funny or like i would it was just that sort of Mm -hmm. connection maybe that's because we were friends from before and we had that established already but after the fact we spent almost like an hour and a half two hours just talking about the movie so so adorable it was gross started with spooning (laughs) Oh, oh. rather have some forking. Ah. Oh man, that's hey, why I can't go to the movies. 
first red flag is that you guys didn't even get popcorn. You just got Menchies. Yeah, actually, that's messed up. <laughs> we had popcorn, too. Okay, respect. I just thought the Menchies was worth mentioning because we shared it. Worth mentioning. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Flabbergasted. Dad jokes. Hi, I'm the dad of the podcast. <laughs> so then... I guess we, we didn't really cover it. So what's your ideal first date then? What's yours? What's mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just coming right back at me. Eh? Well, no, I think I described a couple of things. I can keep going in terms of my ideal or whatever, but let's hear no, from you. No, we know you can talk a lot. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my ideal first date... Difficult is... I, I'm a big couple drinks at a pub the first time we meet kind of guy. Okay. Because it's a public place. You're not tied down to too much... If it's if there's no like connection, you're not really feeling it. You can finish your drink and say, "Hey, I gotta go." Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to I'd like to say that's my ideal first date, and then there is a game on in the background. In case and you're the, bored, you're just watching the game. No, no, there's a reason for this. Okay. So, I'm very easily distracted by sports on TV. Oh, it's a test. It is a test. So I'm going to get distracted, and that's a thing. Uh-huh. I I recognize that the person I'm with doesn't necessarily have to be into sports, uh-huh. but I need them to be able to tolerate my habits. I need them to be okay with the fact that I like really like watching sports. So you need them to be okay with the fact that you're going to ignore them sometimes. I think I get why he's single. <laughs> but like on that yeah. same, on <laughs> that. Is it weird that I kind of like? had some sort of solidarity to this conundrum <laughs> right because because i think that works both ways right because they're gonna i'm gonna need to be okay with sometimes they're gonna do something they want to do mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be my ideal situation so you know i want to be with someone who's flexible and understands um that kind of thing i think that's the first like thought for me the first test is like i and i'm not ignoring you i'm just gonna like every 10 to 15 minutes look up and check the score okay um so you just kind of need to be okay with the fact that sports are kind of like always on in the background that is such an interesting thing what do you mean that they're always on in the background like like even when they're going at it tv's on sports are playing well sports by sports not always only only on special occasions like birthdays and super oh i thought you meant like okay super bowl yeah (laughs) Like birthdays and Super Bowls. Wait, so if it's your birthday, you get to have sports on in the background? Yeah. <laughs> I like the conviction which with that was that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good casual setting. I think it's important. Like you talked about comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important to be in a casual setting mm-hmm. um, because it's a first date. So you're already super nervous. Mm. Um, and I won't pretend like I'm not nervous. Um, so you want to be in a place where you can maybe get a little bit of liquid courage in you. Not too much. But a little bit of liquid courage, just kind of relax and be comfortable and understand that you have an easy out. You know, you're in a public place. Um, if this isn't working out, you have an escape route of this has been fun, but, you know, I got to work in the morning. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Okay. And if that doesn't happen on a first date, I'm genuinely curious if the person in front of you has not done that, has not done the whole like, I got to go. It's been a long day. Is that just them being nice, or is that a sign of a good date? See, uh, is a long date a sign of a good date? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Depends on the person. 
Okay. Some people are just overly polite. Mm-hmm. But you know what? don't you think you could tell if they were being just polite? Yeah, I think so. Like, there's no be... way the conversation and the vibe would sustain, right? Yeah. Well, I if guess, they're just sitting yeah. there silently though while I'm watching a game, it's like... <laughs> Oh, God. Awkward silences on first dates. Those are the worst. Yeah. Because you will have them, I think. Yeah. I think whether or not it's a good date, it does happen every now and then. Yeah. Especially, you don't know the person very well. Yeah. But that, I think that's my ideal situation is something casual, cool, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a game going on in the background. Okay. Uh, I thought you meant, like, it's a test to see whether the, the person in front of him can hold his attention in comparison to the game. And that is just mean. No, yeah. no, I would never do that. It's just okay. Like, like I just have sports constantly going on in the background in my life. Your life. Yeah. Like constantly, it's w- a commentary in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I like to wake up every morning and watch Sports Center. Okay. It's like a thing to start my. Some people watch CNN. I like to watch Sports Center. But yeah, I like the. I think that in general, the common denominator was the fact that you're comfortable in the setting. It's something mm-hmm. that. Like, even though it's you're stepping out of your comfort zone in terms of putting yourself out there with this person who you don't know how they're going to think of you as, you're st- you still have that, that connection to something that you're familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. That's important. I guess, like, a lot of people comment... Oh, I know a lot of people want to do activities on their first date, right? They're like, oh, we should go to an escape room or, I don't know... Like, mini putt. Mini or, putting, yeah. yeah. You know what? Mini putt is a really fun first date. It's not too stressful. Do you get stressed out by mini putt? Yes, I'm very competitive. Me too. No, I'm I'm not. No, I no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I think mini putt's a fun first. I think an activity like rock climbing is over the top, but like mini putt can be fun because you just go outside and like anyone can mini putt. You know what I mean? Almost Mm -hmm. anyone can mini putt. Yeah, I feel like that shows off too much of myself right at the first date if I were to do an activity because, A, I'm very competitive. Uh-huh. Okay, why wouldn't you want to show your full self? Just yeah, this goes into the whole, whole idea of how much do you filter yourself on a first date. I think you shouldn't. I think if you go on a date with someone and they don't like who you are, then fuck them. But some things, <laughs> some things are more <laughs> like, yeah. a, are like an acquired taste, you know? Like There are certain things I think in a person that other people will tolerate. There are some things that they'll find cute, right? And you don't know what those things are. And but if they don't find them cute at the beginning, what difference? They're not going to find yeah. them cute three months down the road. If it's a concern of if they're going to tolerate it, it shouldn't be about toler also, and them tolerating. Tolerated. Yeah, exactly. You That's be true. Someone who finds you your should be appreciated. Endearing. Wow, guys, thank you for this. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not that I would filter myself. I just wonder if that's something that people do. I don't think so. I I think people do. I don't think they should. Yeah. Other than, like, try to hold back your toots and burps. Other than that, everything else. Even then, let it free. You know what? (laughs) Go to the bathroom, let it out. Just in the middle of the mini golf course. Hole eight. (laughs) Crop dust. Oh, I I shot my ball too far away. (laughs) I could go for a walk. (laughs) Where are my balls? Hole in one. So many entendres in there. Yeah, (laughs) no, I think you're right. It would be a fun date. It It is. (laughs) And there's a new place in the city that is like a bar and mini putt. There's a lot of places. Listen, I don't get out Ontario much. Okay, thank you. That have no. I'm just saying, like mini putts always, and it doesn't take longer than like an hour to do mini putt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
takes like 10 shots per hole that well but it also depends <laughs> I mean, on how you score a hole in one every time it's only 18 strokes you know whoa damn so Devin, what's your ideal yeah. first date i think i'm kind of with you I, I just want it to be comfortable and simple and just like hanging out and because i'm definitely going to be nervous one drink might help for sure because i think the most important aspect of a first date is a conversation yeah and i'll also say that I don't want it to be too food focused because mm-hmm. I also don't want my vegan diet to be the center of conversation. Dating while vegan. Oh my gosh. I already have a podcast about it. You can go listen. <laughs> okay. I have another question. Now, say you've never met this person before. It's a blind date or you're meeting them off an app and you've got established some sort of conversation beforehand, but you walk in, you see the person. What is the first thing you do or say? I'm a big handshake person. You're okay. so formal. A handshake. Well, it's a hug is too familiar. Yeah. Uh-oh. And you want to you want to break the touch barrier in a comfortable way. Right off the bat. In a it's a comfortable way, right? You do handshakes with your, like your business associates. No hugs. Right. Why? Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go in and be like, hey, where's my hug? You know, it's a nice... Ew, oh, a maybe, as a, maybe, as a, maybe as a dude. I see that how that might be a problem. It comes off yeah. as really skeezy. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a comfortable way to, like, break the touch barrier in a comfortable way for both people. Do you find that breaking that touch barrier, which I like this phrase, <laughs> is important... Stri- comes straight from Hitch. Oh, okay. Is this important to do at the beginning of the date? Because otherwise, if there this lead up to oh my god we haven't touched at all well i think have you ever touched someone's like shook someone's hand and their like hand is greasy or like someone touches you and they've got like something like hands are greasy and you're like yeah but if i'm nervous gross. what if my hand's sweaty well you do the whole swipe on your heart swipe on your Just pants like, <sighs> it's a it's a Stop. swipe and swipe and shake swipe and shake swipe and shake swipe and shake yeah are you actually being will smith from hitch right now well, actually, we learned this in our co-op class, the swipe and shake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you do the swipe and shake because it just, like, it establishes that, like, I'm not a creeper. My hands aren't greasy. I wash them a mm. lot. Right? It creates it creates a comfort level. Interesting. Dude, I don't think I would ever have thought to do that. I go straight for a hug. <laughs> right? And that's okay. <laughs> I think you. I just go no touch. No, and I say, I'm like, hey, and then it's like, this, I don't know, it's like an automatic thing. My hands just like yeah. <laughs> do that, and I'm like... And when I'm, it's your first time meeting them. Yeah. But you also, like, you want to react to the person in front of you. And generally, in straight dating, men are going to react to the woman, right? So you you read her vibe. Mm. If if I was approaching a table and Devin was there, and she looked, and like, hey, Devin, and she didn't get up and extend herself in any way, I'd be like, cool... She's not into any kind of touch connection, so I'm just going to sit down. Please be seated. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's begin. The interview shall our begin. Evening. <laughs> um, but if you approach a table and the girl gets up to hug you, don't stick out your hand to shake her hand. Ooh, she, that's true. Right? Yeah. How about we just go for the props? Ah, okay. I, yeah. Propositions, my friend. Knuckles on Not that like, we're just friends. I just meant that, you know, no, no, maybe I, I just yes, don't no, want to. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to set the standard. Okay. You're nervous already. <laughs> Damn. That's so, a lot of like nonverbal cues right off the bat. Well, I mean, like 80% of human communication is nonverbal. Do you notice? Okay. 
a lot of people are telling me that a good way to judge if a person's interested in you is to notice these nonverbal cues. I don't know how people do it. Pay attention to yeah, the cues. You have to pay attention. I can't because I'm just like I'm I'm absorbed in the conversation. I don't necessarily notice like where the person's eyes are or like what their hands are doing. I'm not very observant like that. Is, is that, that a sign that the conversation is good? I don't know. Or I'm just not very smart. You're oblivious. When, I think yeah. when people are enthused, they talk with their hands. Right? Maybe, okay. but I think it is also just like a personality thing. Some people are just real big, like, hand talkers. But, like, I think even the least hand talkers. Yeah. When they're enthused, they're going to see some movement in the hands. Okay, but she doesn't notice those things. So when people are like, so what was, like, his body language? Yeah. She'd be like, I don't know, but he, we talked about... I'll, yeah, I'll remember everything in the conversation, but I don't necessarily remember how the person's body language was. Like, they're like, was he leaning in? I'm like, I guess. I guess maybe if the person's body language is especially bad, I would have noticed it. But if yeah. it's like... I mean, maybe it's because I'm single. That's why I'm psycho- psychoanalyzing everything. But like... But I'm also single. There's <laughs> so much... There's so, there's so many cues in body language. The way, there are the way someone leans the way the way they open their mouth to talk how they're talking are they talking with their hands are they animated uh are they moving their head a lot when they talk are their eyes darting around the room are their eyes locked in on you undoubtedly that means a lot i just never notice these things but i think this also goes into just maybe over analyzing things too much afterwards maybe like just worrying and second guessing about how it went so you're looking for any sign that maybe it went okay like, remember that time when they just leaned in really close? Like, they just really wanted to be closer to me. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm thinking more in the moment, like, if I'm telling a story and she's leaning back and dozing off, it's like... She's watching sports and checking yeah. if you're okay with her ignoring you. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You deserve that. Yeah, I do deserve that. But that's okay, right? Or maybe I need to change up my story to... Or not tell that story anymore because it's putting mm. people to sleep. I so would. then what's the what's the worst case scenario for a first date, do you think? They don't show up. Ooh. I don't show up. Huh. We go to the wrong restaurant. <laughs> we're fr- we're in different cities. Huh. Um, so this is someone certain. ends up in the hospital. We end up with the wrong person. Uh, oh, someone gets food poisoning. Someone yeah. has an allergic reaction. Why does this sound like a really good movie? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like date night. They end um, up like it, part of a big... Mm-hmm. A whole crime crime scene thing. investigation situation. That would also be pretty bad. Someone ends up in jail. Someone someone ends up with strippers. I don't know. It's a weird situation. Doesn't sound like an awful first date. Okay, so what's the worst thing that could happen on on a date then? I I think I I think all I asked those... that question wrong. All those things are bad. Yes. Um, but I think the worst possible thing that could happen in like a non some there was an emergency way. Mm-hmm. Is that you thought it was really great. And they didn't. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's the BPM for a sad heart? 75. I don't just check my heart right now. Oh my gosh. Okay, what about, what's a red flag that you might be a deal breaker? What thing that could happen on a date would be a red flag or a deal breaker? They bring up their ex a lot. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that good. is a good one. Thought, I don't think bring right? up is the right word. I think they dwell on X. Like they won't just stop men- won't stop mentioning them. Yeah. 
like one mention is mm, okay one mention is red flag two mentions is like red flag three mentions is like okay <laughs> this is like matador level yeah <laughs> and then now it's a problem beyond okay. like two or three mentions okay so like if you're I, I've, I have never I don't think I've ever mentioned or if I do mention someone who's done something that person happens to be an ex I will just say that someone I know Right, I will not explicitly state right. that okay. they're an ex, but a lot of times I understand that if it slips out, it's like, oh, my ex has done this. But if you're, I feel like if you're still kind of punk up on them, the language com- is is different, right? Like I'm conscious about the fact that I don't want to bring them up because I it's not really relevant who they are to me. Mm-hmm. But if someone's explicitly saying my ex used to do this or my ex did that, it's almost like that language gives away how they feel. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. either that they're still hung up or that they are comparing you to their ex yeah. a lot. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. I would also say just um, how they interact with, like, the waiter or anybody that we're around. Oh, my God. Rude to the waiter. Yeah. Like Worst. You're just a mean person. Yeah. That'll come out in things like that. And that's a big <laughs> turn off. <laughs> it's the people who treat waiters and waitresses like they're not humans yeah any kind of like superiority yeah that you're sensing it's just are there people gross. like that still yeah probably really? yeah like i would expect that if they are genuinely like that as people then they would still try to not do that but they might not realize like they might not think that they're that rude mm. you know what i mean because some yeah. people are just oblivious to how they come off or that they do think they're better than others yeah yeah. Anyways, that's the only one I can think of, other than talking about their ex a lot. Like if someone's texting other people while they're on the date with you, and it's not like, yeah, I'm just texting my mom to let her know that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. If it's like carrying on, carrying on conversations while you're there with them, I think that's incredibly rude. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think but, I've been very fortunate never to have had that happen to me. Okay, I have one final question before we stop. Yeah. If somebody is... Let's say you're at a restaurant and somebody is being maybe a little bit too millennial and they're just like, um, I just really need to take a picture for my Instagram <laughs> of our drinks. Okay. And got it. Okay. So you were saying about your grandpa who passed away. Oh, uh, whoa. God. I actually have. Okay. So the last date I went on, um, it was like, it was a dessert place uh-huh. and um, the waffles looked really nice when they came out. And the guy actually asked me because like this guy was uh, considerably older, not too much, but about like six seven years still the same generation but i think mm. he assumed that i would want to take a picture okay he boomer. didn't do it in a disrespectful way he's like hey that's a, that that looks nice do you want to take a picture and mm-hmm. i was like no i don't i don't always do that stuff like mm-hmm. it's fine like i it's not my thing and he's like oh okay i'm like do you and he's like no i just wanted you to have an opportunity to take the picture if that's before very, i start eating it's very thoughtful yeah. considering he knows you work in media that's yeah. and i was also gonna say you also run a cafe yeah. so was he thinking maybe you know it's good research that's a good waffle i had told him i that. might need that for my testing i'm not mad at people wanting to take pictures of food and drinks no matter what for their gram okay for for the instagram or snapchat or whatever the kids are doing these days for the tiktok (laughs) yeah i'm not mad at it but if it's like an excessive thing yeah if it's obsessive if they're don't post it while we're still there just sitting there like hold in a second hashtag first date hashtag waffles hashtag whipped cream hashtag low fat whipped cream hashtag 
he's staring at me hashtag he's watching sports hashtag he's ignoring me yeah hashtag he left oh. <laughs> hashtag all the waffle to myself <laughs> hashtag oh he just went to the bathroom <laughs> Hashtag he probably farted in there. Oh, hashtag gross. <laughs> hashtag I gotta go to the bathroom too. <laughs> hashtag but I can't leave my waffles alone. <laughs> hashtag everybody farts. Great. <laughs> hashtag game strong. I think we covered quite a bit of ground here. I mean, there's obviously so much that we can still talk about with first dates because it's such a terrifying adrenaline inducing experience and we can everyone has such differing uh experiences with it first dates are weird they are they are and like there's so much anxiety attached to them and i feel like it's unnecessary but it's true hey other human do you want to consume goods with me (laughs) yeah right with the absence of other people (laughs) with a potential for romance and uh lifetime commitment hey human you think this could be our last first date ever Ooh. <laughs> um but i think we covered some of the the major anxiety inducing factors which are um <laughs> what, did after? <laughs> what did we talk about <laughs> we talked about like sparks we talked about chemistry we talked about habits that generally indicate that a person is a red flag Cast. We covered conversation and we covered body language and in and first and last interactions. I think we covered a lot and I think the only thing that we didn't cover is how do you end that first date, which we will be talking about in our next episode. And what happens after it ends. Because I feel like that's more like once you get past the first date, you're like sigh of relief. And then there's a whole other game that starts after that. Alright, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the next episode of Broken Telephone. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a rating and review because that helps our podcast grow. Follow us on all our socials. They'll be linked in the show notes. That's going to be it for us. And if you have a first date tonight, you're going to kill it. You got this. Fart in the bathroom. Yeah, the first few times at least. And read the room, apparently. (laughs) 